You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Out there in uh, listening land for Priority Sports Radio right here, we have uh, 757 Saturday Morning Sports Talk. Um, we have Matt Hatfield, Ed Young. I'm, I'm the Coach Young here on the one. Uh, take Matt out to run out of here. He's got to do a quick interview with Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson, head coach at Grassfield High School last night, knocks off Oscar Smith in a big win. Their first no, no, regional no, no, win. No, 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 no. It wasn't Oscar Smith. It was Western I mean, Branch. He plays Western Oscar Branch. Smith. Oh, my Golly. gosh. It's just too much going on in my head. Too much going on in this Jeez, as if you, Oscar, people didn't, Oscar Smith people weren't mad at you enough already. You got him losing. I, I'm thinking ahead for Eric and getting ready for Oscar Smith. Um, but you had a chance to talk with uh, Eric last night after the big one over Western Branch. Let's see how excited Eric was. All right, here with Grassfield Hunt basketball coach Eric Johnson. He's elated his Grizzlies get their first major playoff win in school history, 71 to 67 with Western Branch. A couple of Chesapeake rivals to packed house coach. Uh, this has been part of a wire. It, it was a well ball game. They're up, you're up. Down the stretch, it like it's slipping away, but you found a way to pull it out. Big free throws on the stretch from all your guys. We, we have some great leadership on this team. Toa Hollenbeck, Jared Myers, Kenny Williams, our seniors, Chris Hayes, all those guys have battled for years. And Western Branch has always gotten the best of us. They're very well coached. they got great players. Their leadership tonight in the huddles and on the floor, especially when they said like it was getting away from us, they got the guys together. And, and I couldn't be more thankful for what they did. And, and, and we're very lucky to have those guys. This is a game that maybe years ago, or in the season you might have lost. And even without Toa Hollenbeck, say you could have fouled out late. How did you all keep it together and pull this out? Was it just a matter of they've been in some tight battles and knew how to respond? It's it's what we do in practice. Uh, we'll, we'll take Toe off the floor, and he's a heck of a ball player. And we'll take Jared and Kenny off, and, and these young guys and these veterans step up. You know, Chris Hayes has been in that spot a lot of practice. Um, you know, he's going to Penn College Technology. He committed the other day. You know, AJ's been in those spots of volleyball with a lot of people cheering and, and yelling, and, and that last free throw really sealed it. And, and those guys, it goes to the practice, and the guys that don't get on the floor and, how hard they, they push our starters and, and the guys that they get to do it on the floor. It goes to those practice guys. The little plays, deflections down on the floor, loose balls. I think Hayes hits the one free throw, missed the first and second, but then he goes down the there and defensively blocks the corner three, so he gave the effort to get back on defense as opposed to letting him get a layup or an easy three. And he took a huge charge earlier in the game. He, he leads our team with 10 charges this year, and we preach it's all about the little things. We call it sweeping the sheds. Um, and, and it's doing the little things, not being too big. You know, him and, and David Bish making a great pass down low to John, who dunks it. Little plays made the difference in this one. We're glad about it. Earlier in the season when you lost them on January 17th, 83-70, to 70, Ellis Wright burns it for 30 points. Tonight he gets just two field goals. What was the difference schematically, strategy-wise, to keep him in check? They run a ton of elevator screens for him, and, and coaches got them rolling, and we covered that for an hour last night. Uh, we were going to do this for it, and, and we did it. And it was amazing that we were able to to hold a great player like Ellis to, like you said, two, two field goals, because that's a heck of a ball player. So we, we were very, very fortunate to make those stops, and we planned for it. It goes back to practice. For more field, Teron, uh, the key free throws down the stretch from all your guys is big. But Jared Myers in particular, I think he had about seven or eight tonight, 18 points, nine rebounds. He's been doing it all year long, consistently filling the stat sheet, points, rebounds. And I thought that play when Toa fouls out, he came right back and he got an and one on it. I did. 
Um, Jared looked at me this summer and he said, Coach, I really want to be a captain. Um, I'm willing to do anything and everything. And I said, if you do what you're supposed to do and show me you can lead, then we're going to give you that chance. And tonight he showed why we made him a captain. Um, his leadership and, and his ability to stay calm under pressure in spots and knock down those big free throws is huge. So, yeah. Lastly, you're playing a Western Branch team that's been in the States. The three, two or three different times under Coach Paul Hall. This is the first program playoff win in 16 years of the school's existence. Now you can turn around and play Oscar Smith on Monday. How do you feel about that? And what's this mean for the school and you guys building it in the right direction? I tell everybody all the time, the Southeastern District is a, it's a, a swimming pool full of sharks. And Coach Hall has a great program. Coaches, I get to coach them at the PIT, and, and he's always got his guys ready. And, and now it's Griff and his squad and they they took it to us at home a couple weeks ago and that's when we wanted to get back and we want to see how we stack up against him as we've been working hard in practice and and we're going to find out monday you know we're, we're very excited for that matchup i see he's got about five or six programs and coaches have been in the states and eric johnson's basically the big landmark win tonight thank you so much all the best thank y'all and, and all right so that was eric johnson of the grassfield grizzlies after their win over Western Branch on Friday night, 71-67 to in the opening round of the Region 6A Tournament. It is 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Party Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Ed, we'll go through a little bit later on here when we get a chance here. We're, we're trying to connect with Russell Savage about the uh, Virginia Beach Sports Card and Comic Collectibles Expo coming up uh, a week from today over there at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse. A lot of autograph guests such as uh, Dwight Gooden, I see, Howard Johnson, Ed Glenn, Santana Moss, Dennis Oilcan Boyd, William Fuller, he out of uh, Indian River High in Chesapeake, Sam Allen, and uh, Mordecai and Tugboat, a couple of people from, I believe, your wrestling fame here from 10 to 1 as well next week. But uh, we'll go through the uh, 3A bracket, 5A bracket, 5B bracket coming up. But Class 6, I feel like that it can be anybody. Certainly Grassville might be the Cinderella story, but you got to look at Oscar Smith, Who's twenty-one and one? Manchester, who won the region a year ago at twenty-one and one, and you can never count out or sleep on Lansdowne at seventeen and five. Hard to believe they're a three seed the way they defend, and you know Dwight will have that team ready, even with a couple of freshmen starting that have promising futures in Xavier and Cleveland and uh, Deshaun Spellman. So that can go really one of a few different ways. I don't know if there's a definite circle team as the favorite, like you might say in Class Four with Kings Fork or Class Five with Minchville. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but. But here you go. Give bullets and board material a two and a three. I just labeled. Go ahead. I'll help when you do this. I'm looking at the the area. I gotta believe Smith and Lansdown will rise. And Lansdown's had Smith's number in the playoffs. I think they're four and zero all time in regionals against them. The personnel that those teams have. Of course, I've had the misfortune, I have to say, of playing Smith, uh, seeing them up close by playing them. They have bigs. They can score. They have guards. Um, they 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 have a lot. They have people off the bench. Um, so it, I could see them winning Lanstown, of course, Dwight Robinson, you know, they got to see them youngsters. Now, you know, my only question is, as we broaden it for the state, other people like Patriot, Patriot out there, yeah. um, and at Hayfield is the defending state champ. You're they right. had a 40 game winning streak. They've only lost once this year, which was to an out of state opponent. We're, uh, by the way, if, if you are trying to reach out to Russell, we're having some phone issues that's not letting us dial out. So if he can connect with us, anybody wants to call us, they can do so at 757-687-9494 to connect with us. We have a few minutes. We can pop either Russell or a phone caller on at 757-687-9494. But unfortunately, you're having a little bit of technical difficulties. However, if you call us, we'll put you on. Uh, Russell Savage, hopefully going to join us in a moment. But as we transition that, 
Oh, we have some time here to 5A and 5B. That's your classification. You're in 5B, 5A. We have not given that bracket yet for the boys' side. We mentioned some girls earlier. Princess Anne's the top seed at 17 and 5. They'll host First Colonial, the eighth seed at 7 and 15. Coming up on Tuesday also at PA, it'll be Kempsfield, the number four seed at 11 and 11, taking on Indian River, the number five seed at 9 and 12. Those semifinal games will be at the Norfolk Scope. And then the region finals, I believe, are going to be a week from Monday on the 27th, it is, at 8 p.m., uh, the bottom part of the bracket, Tallwood the three at eleven and eight, Green Run the six at nine and thirteen. That's at Cox High School and Cox the number two seed at fourteen and seven. Salem the number seven seed at eight and fourteen. PA's the top seed playing like it. Corey Covert's done a nice job this year with that team. Styles Clemens, freshman guard, Will Blend, a senior guard who was Beach District Defensive Player of the Year. I think they're the team to beat, Ed, but I wouldn't count out a five, six, seven seed. I mean, Darren Sinderland's a veteran at Kempsville as a four. Kenny Harris has won a couple of region titles as a six seed. They're not an ordinary six seed. And even Lloyd Deloach won a region title as an eight seed. He's a seven seed. So that could be the bracket where an upset occurs. I don't know if, if one of those teams can win the region, but certainly somebody can keep the favorite, be it PA or Cox, the second seed, from getting there and winning the region. I agree in terms of looking at other regions, but. But the money is on PA. Okay. I think they have. You don't mean that literally because you don't put money on high school, obviously. Well, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You, you but know, they're your pick, that. I got. You're circling yeah. them. Yeah, I, I really think PA comes out of there. I think they showed enough resolve. I think Kofer, um, who who should have had a lot of votes for Coach of the Year, I know it was given down there in the beach to, um, to White at Lansdowne. And, and again, the young team in there, but um, I'm not so sure Corey, Corey doesn't deserve that too. But like I always tell younger coaches, forget coach of the year. You want to have the team of the year by getting into the state tournament and winning the state. That surpasses all any kind of individual trophy you can get. But They've been I, building too. He came from Kenny's program at Green Run. They've been getting better and better, and they don't they don't impose their size on you, but they play defense and they have guards and guards wins in tournament time. Yeah, and and I again I got to see him. I haven't seen him in the regular season, but I saw him in the fall league, and I thought that's the team was. They had a couple really really good standout players, and it looked like at that time everybody knew their role. And that's back in, in, in September, October. So he has obviously put that mold of that team back together now in terms of doing the roles right now. So I, I really think over there, PA um, has the advantage. But when you look at Region 5, you know, I made a comment the other day to somebody over in our section, five the five teams above me are all ranked in the top 10 in the state. They are. Um, for it. So I just got to believe the power is right over there with a Menchville who has yet to get knocked off, and then you're looking at a kick at Tanner Woodside or Moria and Norview right there. So I, I got to figure what's going to be one of those five. In our remaining couple minutes, we'll talk about 5B and 3A, which we've also left out yet. With That's the region with Lake Taylor, Phoebus, Hopewell, and others. But we now have on the program with us the Virginia Beach Sports Card Comic Book and Collectibles Expo coming up a week from today at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse. Russell Savage with us. Good morning, Russell. Uh, excited for this big show coming up next week, huh? Oh, super excited. And, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of work still to go, but uh, we're going to make it the best we can. Yeah, we are looking forward to We've given away a couple of the uh, gift certificates for that event next week. We've had some trivia. We've had some callers, and people are looking forward to it with all the different autograph guests, Dwight Gooden, Howard yeah. Johnson, Will Fuller, Ed Glenn, Santana Moss, Sam Allen, Dennis Oil, Cam Boyd, Tugboat, and Mordecai. Give the folks the details on the prices, the, the times those people will be signing, and all the particulars they need to know. Oh, yeah. So uh, most of our autograph guests, uh, it'll be between 10 and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you're there around 11-ish, you'll pretty much be there when most of the guests are. Uh, and then autographs start at $10 and then all the way up to $30 for Santana Moss. So 
you can visit our site, uh, www.757cardshows.com, and get the exact times for each autographed guest and then the pricing for it also. So there you have it, 757cardshows.com, and also on Facebook, too, at facebook.com slash VBExpo, V-B-E-X-P-O. You'll get all kinds of neat info and things you can check out there. And, Ed, we're trying to effort with Russell. Maybe he knows some people. Uh, we know you love your cards. You had them on a few weeks ago to get the Ed Young bobblehead. That would be awesome, Russell. If we could make that happen with his 500th wins and everything, that'd be awesome. Oh, oh I love that. That'd be great. Have yeah. a little 500 win yeah. logo on the bottom. You know some of those people <laughs> in the collectibles business, they could, I mean, we were talking about doing this at like a Tides game or something, having throw it the first pitch. That would be neat. And then like they do with the little headliners I mentioned, the little minis. I used to collect starting lineups as a, as a kid, and I still have boxes of them. They used to be worth a lot more money than they are now, although they might get back and, you know, style and be a hot item. But the different, you know, had the de- Dennis Rodman, the different little hair colors they had for little the little headliners. You have a red hair, the green yeah. hair. We could do Ed with his different colored suits. Oh my gosh, people would love that. I, that would I, be amazing. I told Russell last time we had him on, where I got to get a card. I need a card with me in my red Santa suit, the, the one that I wore for senior. I always wear for uh, senior night, the red suit with the red shoes. But I'm getting tired of these little kids when I co- come on to court. They want to sit on my lap with a Christmas list. You know, then this other little snotty kid says to me, I'll say, you cut your beard doing, when you're not, uh, there's no snow. Santa? Yeah. yeah, these doggone little kids, man. You know how to tell them there is no such thing as Santa Claus. Oh, they'll and, do and that? What's wrong with you, Scrooge? because well, they made me mad. But no, Russell was, I, Russell was going to work on getting me. I'm hiring Russell as my new card agent because i got to fire you because you don't know what you're doing. But he's going to try to get find somebody that can make a card of me with a picture of one of those crazy suits. Yeah, we'll 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 do all the suits, and then the Santa one will be the limited edition. Chase oh one. man, so it'll be the hard one. <laughs> oh to find. man, limited edition. I like and, that. But, but Russell, in all, in all yeah. seriousness, so everything's looking good now that we know we're a week away from the show. Um, it, it, you know, somebody asked me this after they heard you on the show. They come to me and said, "In school, as one of our teachers said, hey, I heard on, on the show with the um, all those guys signing. Are now you all sure they're going to s- show up now?" Of course, my quick comment to them was, well, I'm sure, you know, they've all contracted or whatever, but things can change. Something could happen, sickness, whatever, family, and the guy doesn't show up. So don't don't just say, well, I'm not coming if somebody's not there, or if you show up and somebody's not there, it's the card fault. But you're pretty pretty confident everybody's going to be there. Oh, I'm pretty confident. Uh, you know, even with uh, Dwight Gooden, I was texting with him last night just confirming his flights and car service to and from the – the airport to the field house. Yeah. You know, everybody, like you said, they're, they're, they're contracted to to come to the show. Um, You know, knock on wood, we've only had two, I wouldn't call them no shows. It was more like, Hey, I'm stuck in an airport and (laughs) I can't make it. Um, But yeah, luckily we we've had a good run of, of our guests actually being at the show. So, and then of course the other thing that was neat was you were going to have the authenticators there. So any autographs that people have, it'll all be authenticated. So it makes it easy. They don't have to send it away somewhere and wait forever. They're going to be right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, JSA will be on site. They're the leading autograph authenticator in the hobby. And they'll be there on site. Uh, So not only will they authenticate the autographs from our guest, but if you have an autographed item that you've got at the house and you one, you want to know if it's real, or two, if you want to to get it authenticated with a certification or a letter of authenticity, uh, they'll authenticate those autographs on site too. And there is a, people have to understand there is a charge for that. They do charge. 
Correct. Yeah. For the, uh, for the witness certification of the uh, autograph guests that we have on site, it'll, it'll, it'll be $10. And then for items that you bring in to get signed, that starts at $20 per signature. And then depending on the, the person, the player, it, it may be more, you know, it's, you're bringing a Mickey Mantle, and it's uh, imagine I think it's like fifty dollars or seventy five dollars to get that authenticated. Right. But uh, you know, most of them will be right at that twenty dollar mark. And people have to understand if you send it away, you're paying money too, besides posties and all oh, that yeah, too. You're so. pay- yeah, you're paying money to to have it shipped, hoping one it gets there and two it gets back. Um, but here, you just hand it to the guy right at the show, and then maybe twenty, thirty, maybe an hour later you've got it right back in your hands and ready to go back home with it. Chat with Russell Savage of the Virginia Beach Sports Card Comic Book and Collectibles Expo coming next Saturday to the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse. A ton of autographed guests such as Dwight Gooden, Howard Johnson, Santana Moss, he of Washington football fame, Will Fuller, he had a Chesapeake's Indian River High School, Sam Allen, Dennis Oil, Cam Boyd, Tugboat, and Mordecai. Again, doors open at 9 a.m. Free admission, and then the autograph items go anywhere from $10 to $30, as Russell just mentioned. Go check out the website. That's 757cardshows.com. If you want to get involved with this, maybe be a vendor in the future, they have all kinds of contact info. They're Facebook page as well at facebook.com slash VB Expo. In our last couple minutes here, uh, Russell, I, t- I tell you what, there's a lot of Mets fans, as you know, in the area, Tides fans, and that 30 for 30 on Dwight Gooden was something else. For some of the younger uh, listeners out there, they might not be familiar with how good uh, Doc Gooden was, but that was a really interesting Doc on the Mets in that 86 World Series team. Oh, yeah, that, that Subway Series, or the yeah, the, uh, the Subway one, that was amazing. I mean, it was, it was some riveting TV, and you know, we got two of those guys from the 86 World Series, Team Hojo and Dwight Gooden. And then Dennis Olcan Boyd played against them mm-hmm. in the uh, in that 86 World Series. So we, we kind of got like an 86 World Series reunion here. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. And people still know Santana Moss. You know, he had such a, I think in a lot of ways, underrated career because you see some of the numbers these wide receivers are putting up today in the way passing is. But you look at his, his stats and you say, man, he was a Pro Bowl-level player and really one of the better receivers around. And still a lot of Washington football fans are still connected to him and what he did for the franchise. Oh, I mean, he was, he's, you know, one of those kind of quasi-borderline Hall of Famers. Um, put up some fabulous numbers you know both with the Redskins and the Jets um so yeah he's probably I'd say he's probably the in my opinion the third or fourth best uh, receiver in Washington's head in their history yeah he put up some uh, really stellar numbers you look at over 10,000 yards receiving uh 66 touchdowns he was pretty consistent for about a stretch there from 2003 his third year in the league to 2014 well we're looking forward to getting out there if not next week sometime in the future and uh do some more things with you russell the uh sports card comic and collectibles expo ed's a huge cards uh sports card collector i've still got a bunch as i mentioned starting lineups so i'm gonna have to bring them over to you sometime and see if i can get some of them off my <laughs> hand to take up some space to get rid of some space in my attic and um we look forward well, to hey, uh, check who you got you know maybe we'll have them at the show and you can get them all uh, autographed i want that as i know you and ed joked that i want that 88 carl malone that's my aim. Carl Malone's my guy, but the 88 Malone, there's only like 20 in the country, and it's like it goes up to $1,000. It's, it's like a limited edition type. I, if I get my hands on the 88 Malone, I will, I will uh, take out probably four figures for it because that is a once-in-a-lifetime type. Uh, they didn't make but so many of them. But, uh, yeah, for oh, sure, yeah. we'll definitely connect, and uh, good luck to you next week and beyond. Hey, Russell, I plan on being out there uh, after the, this show next week because uh, you're, yeah. you're not over until about what time? When's it, when does it be packing up and getting out? Doors open at 9, and then the show goes till 4. 
Okay, well, well, we'll be over there after the show at 12, so uh, uh, be ready for me, and uh, um, I, I need that free pack of cards. <laughs> I got you. I got, I, got, I got you a special something just for you. Oh, my man. My man, I'll, I'll be out there, and I'm going to try to bring some stuff, too, and, and might get authenticated also. Thank you, awesome. Russell. Appreciate it. Thanks, Russ. Thanks, fellas. That's Russell Savage with the Virginia Beach Sports Card, Comic Book, and Collectibles Expo coming up next Saturday, February 25th at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse. And uh, maybe we'll get you as a guest with those bobbleheads. That'd be neat to do. All right. In our last couple minutes here of the show, Ed, we, we were leaving out 5B, your region, and 3A. We saved the best for last. How about that? 5B, uh, the top seed is Menchville at 22-0. and 0. Quarterfinals begin at Norview this coming Tuesday. Uh, then the semis and the finals are going to take place at the Norfolk Scope after that. Now, uh, in Tuesday's doubleheader at Norview, it'll be Woodside, the number four seed at 17-5, and five, taking on the number five seed, Norview, at 15-7 and seven in rating scale games in Norview's gym. That's the second in a row Norview has been the lower seed and gets to host Woodside. I'm sure you have some thoughts on that. Number three seed, Maury, is 17-4 and four in rating scale games, taking on Ed Young's Warriors of Nansman River, who are 14-8, and eight, and the winner there moves on to take on Kikitan, the number two seed in the semis at the Scope. The winner of the other game with Norview and Woodside will take on top-seeded Menchville, 22-0. I would caution, by the way, watch out if it's Woodside-Menchville. It would be the third meeting between those two Newport News rivals. The first two are relatively close, and it does evoke uh, memories of last year where Kikatan was on a 20-game win streak and had to beat Menchville for a third time and got picked off by the Monarchs at the scope. So that could be a tricky game for Menchville. Not that they necessarily would prefer to have Norview in Norfolk at the scope, but Anyway, you slice it. It's not an easy game for the 22-0 Monarchs, and I know you're perplexed at how Woodside has to be on the road to play Norview for the second straight year as the better seed. It shouldn't happen. Bottom line, it shouldn't happen. Um, and again, it's not a knock on Norview uh, and, and coaches' squad. It's just that a higher seed should have the advantage. Uh, I, the first round should be at the higher seeds. They should host their own place and then maybe go semis. Um, in one location. All right, we got 60 seconds left real quickly in Region 3A. Hopewell's the top seed. They'll take on the winner of Colonial Heights-Lakeland. Colonial Heights the 8, Lakeland the 9 in the quarterfinals. Petersburg the 4, Southampton the 13. They move on to the quarterfinals. Petersburg won this region last year, got to the state championship and lost to Cave Spring. Newt Kent's the 5, Tab's the 12, Phoebus is the 7, York is the 10. Phoebus probably going to see Lafayette, I think, in the quarterfinals, who's the 2 seed at 21-3. and three. Booker T, the six, hosting 11-seeded Norcom. Hard to believe Norcom's an 11-seed, but it is what it is there. Booker T could see Lake Taylor in a rematch in the quarterfinals. Uh, I like Lake Taylor or Phoebus to possibly win this region. At Lake Taylor, a three-seed, Phoebus a seven. Not going to sleep on Hopewell or Petersburg, but those two would meet in the semis this year as opposed to the finals like they did last year. Yeah, I, I, th- I would say right now my Lake Taylor-Hopewell. So there you have it. We want to thank all the callers and guests from Eric Johnson and Bobby Steinberg to Russell Savage. I'm Matt Hatfield. You, sir, are? I'm the coach, Ed Young. And for AJ Rister as well. Coming up next, it's Big Ten Hoops, Indiana and Illinois. Ed is guaranteeing a victory for the Hoosiers of Indiana. Book it. Next on 94.1.